0: Radio show. Playing songs from the best local indie rock artists.
1: I like it here with my childhood friend.
0: Time to explore the local rock music and art scenes, movers and shakers that you should know and love. Now you're a host and friend, Lacey143. Yo, tell me what you want to
1: do, baby.
2: Guess who is back? It's Lacey 143. Welcome to the Who I Am Radio Show. Hope everybody's doing well today. It's Thursday. One more day to uh, to the weekend, and so I hope uh, hope you get there uh, in a good way. Today we have on the show Max, my friend Max. Hey, Lacey. How are you? Hey, good. Max is a comedian. And um so he's on the show. And we're going <laughs> to listen to some songs, we're going to talk about some stuff, we're going to play one of his bits and uh we'll talk about more stuff. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah, it'll be very fun. So, um first of all, we'll go ahead and uh I've got a couple things going on. Um you know, we have August 30th big time big time show with Cosmic Blossom um, with Dank Sinatra and Paradise. Yes. And who I am stuck right in the middle of that. Um, so it's gonna be it's at the Middle East upstairs. So come on Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, blow off the Wednesday. You don't need that Wednesday. Um you stay all till because we're going to midnight, so eight to midnight come rock the show with us, Um, that's the deal. That's what we're looking at. Also, I have a new song, a new single coming up featuring Tia, Um, Tia Mayhem from Stormstress. She's gonna be a featured bass artist on that song. That's my next uh, solo release called Dreams, a Who I Am release and uh so we have some things b- oh also uh key acoustic has a show this friday at middle east upstairs so go check that out they are awesome congratulations to them and their uh their new um their new signing with 213 records so we're going to uh start out with a little who i am and uh we'll get right on moving with the show to songs and
3: max <laughs> it meant to be? Where can I go to be free? What is life? How can I know when I'm ready to let my soul
2: Yes. What is life? What's it meant to be? Um, Max, any 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 views on that?
4: Oh man, uh, I've always <laughs> I've always lived <laughs> with the idea that like if when you die, whatever that is, if you look back and in your own brain you were like happy, then you yeah. then you win.
2: Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah,
4: like if you if you're if you can look that's back it. for like a moment and you're like that was pretty that was- good. Yeah, right. Then you win.
2: That makes sense. That makes complete sense. Um, everybody, I want to introduce Max to the show. Max Schultz. Hey, everybody. Hello. And, oh, well, I'm speaking for them. I said hello yeah, yeah, for yeah, them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I met Max many, many, many moons ago. Yeah. It's been a little while. Uh, it's definitely been all of Lacey's lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so we were Fodies and the Nooch and... Riverwalk and Main Street. That everywhere. whole area, yeah. All the thing all yeah. the time.
4: Which is remarkable because I've never lived in Nashua. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: pretty wild. I mean, those were some pretty Yeah. Pretty, pretty heady times. Pretty heady times. Pretty uh, heady uh, Where both
4: of us and a lot of people we know were working through a lot of material.
2: Yeah, right. Right. And um and um I feel like kind of moving the bar forward.
4: Yes, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly.
2: Um, you are a comedian, so what does that mean?
4: Uh, I'm calling you that. Yeah, yeah. That you're means, like,
2: I think that's right.
4: Yeah. No, that's totally right. I've been, I've been a stand-up for eight years this month, mm-hmm. and uh, that means that I go in front of strangers on stages and talk at them and make them laugh. Right. And, uh, and most of the time, I'm successful. Yes okay. uh, That's what that means um, The track you're going to hear later is called You Can Call Me Dad Off mm-hmm. the album of the same name Which came out October 2020 um, And actually uh, It's produced by f- mutual friend of ours Connor Coburn
2: Oh yes, Connor
4: um, Who's producing my forthcoming album Which will be out mid-December I don't have an exact date yet But mid-December um, And it's called Just Another Beautiful Day
2: Nice, awesome. Yeah, look forward to hearing about that and yeah. hearing it. And you come back on the show, we'll we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, shout out to Connor, of course. Yes. Um. So well, that's um that's very exciting. Thank you. You um, you're you're moving your bar forward, right? Yeah,
4: for sure. I I, uh, I have for the rest of the year. I'm booked out through December, and nice. um I've got nine or ten shows, letting me do my whole hour coming up. Awesome um, Most awesome. of which are places I haven't been Or been only a couple times um, But I've got stuff in Around here And then in Connecticut And upstate New York And yeah. Maine And Maine Yeah Coming
2: up. Nice Everybody gonna check it out um, Because You know If you wanna laugh And have a good time Go see max go right? see me i'm around i'm i'm constantly <laughs> and his doing friends. this you have friends that do stuff with you too yeah right? oh yeah
4: i mean i uh i've been booking shows out of one broadway collaborative in lawrence since december nice. of 2021 and then i i'm booking recently shows out of haverhill mass uh all stand up or 99 percent stand up yeah, right and uh and yeah i've met I, I was just telling somebody this the other day like it's been great i've met A lot of people I didn't know existed, (laughs) Um, but I'm also able to work with people who I've been working with for years, and it's it's a fun collaboration of people. And uh, I like when I do, I do a lot of showcases, which is usually like six or so comedians doing the same amount of time. And usually I'm able to grab people from all over New England or, or further, uh who usually don't know each other nice uh so i'm also like forcing people to network all oh, right right which has been everybody, really fun for me get together everybody yeah like <laughs> it, it's been really cool and then like being able to like i'm doing like a sort of a tour uh to promote just another beautiful day in uh november mostly a little bit of october and uh my openers are people who i didn't meet until post-pandemic very fun. Um, who are now people I can depend on, and, and they they work great with my stuff. And oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, here's somebody that I met uh, at the Jungle when I played uh, there a few months ago at Brunt Show. This is Mary Mary, and we have a few songs after that. We'll see you on the other side.
5: You went so weak, you know it's wrong. Get on the feet, it's time to move on. You went so weak, you know it's wrong. Get on the feet. Drift into the world of the Madden Drift into the world of the Madden Drift into the world of the Madden
3: What else can I say to you that I haven't said a thousand times before seems like now I'm getting in my Someone must have broke your heart Someone to forget
2: forever that's no more blue tomorrows our friends right our friends connor zach and peter we're here that's their song and before that was dutch boy blues world of forgotten right we love dutch boy blues he's so awesome he was oh that's who was here last (laughs) week i was trying to (laughs) say to max who was here last week yep sorry sorry about that because it was supposed to be haiti was supposed to come haiti next time you come girl um And for their little thing uh, that they have going together, HD Unplugged. And uh, before that was m- our friends Mary Mary uh-huh. and their new song, Double Helix. Um, so happy for them to go check all of them out. Max is with me. Here I am. Yep. I swear. <laughs> He's really here. Um And we're, ta- we're talking offline just about stuff and how long... It's been and yeah. where we are, um, and you're talking about before. You're saying you got some, you know, you're doing shows with people, um, you know, kind of organizing and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I've been doing a
4: lot of booking. Um, uh, like I said, primarily at One Broadway Collaborative, and then at uh, Venue in Haverhill. Uh, actually, by my friend Bill's house. And uh, it's been going really well. Uh, the one Broadway stuff was slow to start, but we're getting traction. And mm-hmm. I mean, the venue's only been there for about a year. Yeah. And uh, we're doing well there. And I run an open mic, a comedy open mm-hmm. mic there every Monday at nine. Uh, that's kind of like a comedy support group. Okay. Um, where yeah. normally it's very unconventional. Most comedy open mics talk like you get five minutes and you're off the stage and then nobody yeah. cares about you and move on and on next, and on. Next, next next. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mine, uh, you get a little bit more time than that and then we give feedback and it's a we're building a community and it's Yeah. That's it's nice. nice. We always we usually have about ten people show up and
2: how did how did you get inspired in comedy? What how did that come about?
4: Do you, what do you mean? Like, how did I start when doing it? you were
2: it? from the, yeah, from the beginning, the early days. The early Mac. days.
4: So the early days of me doing stand-up was I was in a band called Wandering Albatross. If you yes. can find that information, good <laughs> luck. Uh, but I was in this band, this folk band that was a four-piece, that became a three-piece, that became a two-piece, nice. and then my <laughs> piano player quit, and being a drummer and a singer isn't really a show. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, like, I think a lot of comedians have this story, but, you know, for years, people have been like, you should try stand-up, you're funny, you should try stand-up, oh, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that, and then my band fell apart, and, and much like you, I'm sure, I have that, like, thing in me that mm-hmm. makes me need to be on a stage as yes. often as possible, <laughs> and so I, I wrote, like, five minutes of material, and I did it mm-hmm. at a coffee shop in Salem, New Hampshire, coffee, coffee, and it mm-hmm. didn't go horribly, yes. so I kept up, and now it's been eight years. Nice. Uh, eight years. Uh, about to put out my second album. Well, well I'm about yeah. to record my second album. I'm about yeah. to then release it. Uh, then release it. But it's going to be called Just Another Beautiful Day. And it's the best of the material I've been working on for the last two years or so. Uh, and it's going to be about an hour long. And I'm very excited uh, to promote it and do these shows. And we're going to people like uh, John Fletcher and Jacqueline Wall and Freddie Sabelli and Marlea Rose and Marlea Rose, I should say. And uh, yes. just. Wonderful, wonderful people and comedians who are opening for me or helping me put on these shows. Or that's great. Stuff like that. Like, um, Actually, you might know him. Do you know Paul Simeon from Tiny the Bear?
2: Oh, I've seen. I've seen him okay. I, I haven't met him yet. Okay, no. wonderful so, people. But
4: Paul awesome. Simeon is letting me do a show at his house nice. in November. That'll be promo for this. And then uh, I'm doing a mini tour in upstate New York in November as well. And there's a lot coming up. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah.
2: Okay, we are going to play a couple more songs and then come back and oh, don't worry, there's lots of talk coming on uh, the show here with Max and uh, check out a key acoustic.
0: No drama They had no drama They can't be beat So can I just be happy Don't see no reason Why that can't be Nice place as old as my pop Now you the greatest do my head When I'm 58 Thank you Will be sitting straight Taking hand to the slouch Zip these things soft on the couch out when you ain't got to help
2: That was the Lausketeers, and the silence. Before that was Dan Bauer, our friend Dan. He's been on this mm-hmm. show a couple times, and it's his song um, "Ugly." Love that song. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, you ain't got no alibi. Um, and before that was Kiev Caustic and their song Closet. Um, so great, love their music. And uh, they have a show at Middle East upstairs. Jimbo reached out and said, Hey, can you oh, let cool. people know? It's like, Yeah, absolutely, Jimbo, Jimbo Jones. Shout out. Um, <coughs> but yeah, they got a lot of exciting things going on. Uh, go check them out, uh, Middle East upstairs. They have some other bands playing with the Minx and uh, some other great bands. So check that out, But So, so. back to our special guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> you were talking about the beginnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so are you saying that it's the need to be on stage, or the need to do
4: comedy? Both, I mean like it started out as a need to be on stage when I was first doing this, and mm-hmm. now it's I can't imagine not doing stand-up.
2: So when you do your comedy, I mean, okay, let's get inside the, the, the noodle here. Sure. What, how do you come up with what you're gonna say and make people laugh, and how do you know it's gonna make people laugh?
4: So, um, two part answer I guess, one, uh, really, I just m- my jokes come nah, most of the time, at least from like my life or the lives around me. Yes. And and I either stretch the truth or shorten the truth. Yeah. Uh, to make it applicable to most people and, and relatable to most people, I should say. Sure. But in terms of what am I gonna do like that night? Like I have a show immediately after this interview, uh, <laughs> in Boston. And like my set, usually I don't write the set. Until I'm at the venue, which seems ridiculously short notice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when, I mean, like I I mentioned before I'm working on a new album and I've Mm -hmm. got about an hour's worth of material I can cycle through Uh, I go, I kind of read the room, read the audience And and make a set that I think would work on them
2: Oh, I like that
4: Um, But like, I know Most of my jokes are gonna work on most audiences Yeah and I've just learned to do that. Like, if I'm doing a bar, I have a joke about, like, getting drunk in high school and how you got your <laughs> alcohol. Okay. Um, if I'm doing, like, an art space, I'll talk about, like, starting stand-up or, like, uh, right, you know, st- right, talking about relationships right. or, or anything like that always okay. works. Or,
2: yeah, so it's or, like- um, you know,
4: like, I have some shock jokes, not shock, but, like like, I have a joke that, I bring up nine eleven, and that always right, gets right. people going. Like, wait a minute, what is he gonna say? And it's not offensive, <laughs> but they're waiting for it to be. And and right, right. And it's 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 just fun. I love it. <laughs> I love cool. it.
2: That's kind of like what musicians do, right? Yeah, they, right. They decide. I mean, they go, oh, okay. I'm in a, I'm in a, bar, you know, bar, or I'm in a, 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 a like more of an artsy place. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna play some. I'm gonna play the Sex Pistols at a more artsy place, right? Right,
4: right. And <laughs> and I'm not gonna talk about like, you know, like I I have a an assault joke. and I'm not gonna do that in a bar. Like that's not no no drunk person's like yeah to that.
2: Yeah, you don't or you want don't want, want them to be you don't at want least. That, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
4: like when I'm in an art space or like you know I'm in a studio or I'm I'm wherever I'm gonna be. Like that's. That's a joke that I know will fly, because I know, like, it's about my own story, and it's yeah. it's it's goofy. I'm making light of an event that happened. Right. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, it, it's 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 just fun. But, I mean, there's always, and I'm sure you know this, too, there's always mm-hmm. bad shows. I'm not saying everything's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah. You what know? were you we going to say? I'm sorry.
2: Well, I was going to ask you, uh, what about, like, you because you say you do, uh, you know, your life. Yeah. Okay. What about if you say something about somebody in your life, like, and it's...
4: So I've actually been leaning (laughs) into that. Um, I lean into that pretty hard on this upcoming record (laughs) where there's like a dozen people who I say their real name. And I announce that like this is so and so, and here's why I'm saying their name, and like uh, you know I won't say I'm on here because they don't it doesn't matter. But like there's one joke I say, and this is so and so's name, and I'm using his name because he's a dick, and I don't (laughs) like him, and like what's he gonna do? Uh, But most of the time it's like this is so and so's name because I admire them, and like here's the thing we did together or whatever, Um, or like there's one about a girl I had a crush on when I was 15, and I have the joke the the punchline is basically like. And I still talk about it. So why would she talk to me now?
1: Um,
4: <laughs> right, right. But it's just goofy. Like, I yeah. know these people are either, best case scenario, I guess, they never hear it. Worst case scenario, <laughs> right, they right. do, and there's nothing that can be done. Like, right, it's, right. It's, it's, I'm not said. saying, it's been said, I'm not saying, like, your last name or your address or your social security right. number. That's, <laughs> That's good. you know, there's plenty of people named Caroline there, you know, like, it's just a yes. common. But they
2: know it's about
4: them. But they know it's about them, yeah.
2: Okay, everybody think about that. What would you do if you're a comedian? What would you say about somebody around you <laughs> while we listen to these songs? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Tanya, <laughs> Ta- that's Tanya Venom, Stormstress, uh, Maddie, and Tia, who's on my next single? E- <laughs> um, before that, that's uh, says Stormstress, wish I, I Wish I Could, off their latest album. And uh, before that was um, Able Blood, the song's called Unknown Variant. I don't know. I just like that song. It's so <laughs> weird. I like the name of it. <laughs> I like the song. It's just instrumental. It, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. goes down, 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 down. I mean. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and of course, the drummer lives right across the street from one of my best friends. So, shout out to them, John uh, and Adam and my best friend, Carrie. And so, we are here, still with Max. I'm still here, I promise. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't left yet. He's got a show after this. Yeah, at
4: Eastie Farm, if you're around.
2: Yeah, go check it out, everybody. Where?
4: Eastie Farm in East Boston.
2: Eastie Farm in East Boston, everybody. Yep. Come
4: on now. Yeah, shows uh, at East 7. East Boston.
2: Yeah, there you go, at 7 o'clock. Uh, that's, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's It's become one of my favorite venues. Oh, nice. I love Eastie.
2: Oh, ooh, he... he what do you love about it?
4: Um, it's, EC Farm is just like this really cool venue run by Josh Filipowski and Nick Hahn. And it's this little plot of land that is a farm in the middle of all these apartment buildings. And I'm not totally sure why, but in the middle of the farm is a comedy stage <laughs> and seats. And it's so fun. And like the backdrop is just these beautiful flowers and plants. and Oh, nice. It's awesome.
2: Oh, that's great. It's so fun. It's East Boston, huh? Yeah,
4: well, that's that little bit of East Boston.
2: Yeah, a little bit right there. Yeah.
4: There's like that at the airport and apartments.
2: Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know where you're at. Definitely. It's very fun over there. Ooh, we are going to play your bit. Okay, everybody. Okay. There's swear words here, so just relax, okay? It's not that bad. Come on. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go.
4: Uh, uh, two more jokes. When I was in my early 20s, I did this thing that I think a lot of people do. I got out of a serious relationship, and then instead of hopping back into another relationship, I was just kind of a whore for a while. It's a fun thing to be short-term, I imagine. It's not that fun long-term, but I've never tried, so I don't know. Uh, But anyways, when I was being a whore for a little bit, I had this fuck buddy named Katie, and it was a perfect situation for fuck buddies. We would have sex, get high, watch cartoons, and screw off, and we did nothing else. It was great except this one time, it was less great. So the situation with me and Katie was, usually when we would have sex, we'd go to her house, which was set up where the first floor was her dad and the dog, the second floor was vacant, they were trying to run it out, third floor was Katie, but we had to go past dad and the dog to get to her bedroom. And there was one night in February where it was very, very cold, it was snowing, and we, for the only time in me knowing Katie, we fell asleep, so we did the things, we had sex, we watched cartoons, we got really high, but then we conked out, and around 3 a.m., It is 20 degrees outside. I woke up and I said, I got to go home. She said, yeah, that makes sense. She walked me down the stairs, walked me to the door, presumably went back to sleep. And then I turned around at 3 in the morning and there is her father walking the dog for reasons I will never understand. And he said, oh, you heading home? And I said, yeah, but I can't leave yet because I don't remember what your name is And he said, that's all right, without skipping a fucking beat. You can call me dad. And what I should have said was nothing and got in my car. What I did say was, no, I can't. And then I got in my car and drove home and texted Katie, I want to keep doing our thing, but we can never do it at your house again. She never asked why. And that used to be the end of the joke until somebody pointed out the real, the realistic end of the joke, which is that there's probably some bar house or something somewhere where that guy is saying yeah you know i know my daughter was fucking around with a bunch of guys but there was this one guy that laughed at the you can call me dad bit and i know he kept fucking my kid and because of that i think about him a thousand times more than i think about his daughter <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's pretty funny i like that thank you uh, he, the uh you can call or you can call me dad bit like he's doing a bit yeah yeah that's yeah (laughs) right um
4: it's it's so weird for me to listen like i i mean that album came out almost two years ago and i haven't Mm. really i haven't listened to the the album itself probably since so that was the first time i've heard that recording in, in a while and it's it's funny how it's funny to hear it back but, uh, but yeah, that, that's that's the uh, name of the album. That's the title track. Right, right. And uh, yeah.
2: you can see that you hear that on Bandcamp, everybody. It's also streaming camp. everywhere. If it's you just look up Maxwell Schultz everywhere. on
4: whatever your streaming platform is, that album will come up, and the cover is yellow with me in a flannel and a pizza box <laughs> that says <laughs> "You can Call Me Dad" on it. Uh, the <laughs> wonderful Amy Titus illustrated that.
2: Nice um and yeah and there's a lot of really good bits on there thank you i appreciate that um go check it out um so yeah well uh that was a slice of life
4: yeah for sure and and uh, that happened like that's a real thing for my life is (laughs) that guy was like you can call me dad and i was like no (laughs) i can't i can't do that (laughs) um and it's funny like like i don't I think this was off air. We were talking about like names and stuff. Right. And the real life Katie eventually heard right. that bit. Okay. See? And she yeah, thought it was yeah. great. Like she was all right. in it. And she was like, but I can never play this for my dad. Right. Like, right he can't right, right. know, but she, th- she no. was into it. She thought like, that's odd. It's so funny that you pulled that and made a bit out of it.
2: That's good. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, it's uh it's nothing negative. It's just no, uh, it's no. an homage really. It's an homage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so it sounds, um, you know, natural, everything sounds natural, you're telling the story, it's all natural, but come on, there's some work that goes behind of it. Of
4: course there is, I mean, I was, I mean, you probably remember, I was doing that joke for years before <laughs> that became on a recording, mm-hmm. and, and it went through a bunch of different trials and tribulations, and it went through a bunch of different formats, and in different ways that I portrayed it. I mean, uh, let's be real, I, I don't love how that sounded. I, I, I like it, but, like, I could have, could have I have worked more on it, probably. But it's one of the things, I'd been doing it for so long that it, right, it, right. it needed a proper grave. It needed to go out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, a proper grave. And, you know, it's it's finished when you send it out.
4: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's done, right. and, and that's kind of what this next album will be is... You know, I think I've, I've grown a lot in two years since that recording, but the next album is going to be yeah, well, better. How,
2: <laughs> better. How how will it be better?
4: Um, I think the jokes are funnier overall. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that is something that like, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but since I've been doing stand-up every year, I can look back at the year before it and yes, think that yes. I'm just light years better than i was then yeah that's fair and i still feel that way i think that the, some of the stuff on this upcoming record is just really well written for me and and really well rehearsed and plotted out and that's nice. transitions are there and it's i i think it's just for all those reasons it's going to be a better record
2: yeah more com- feels more complete like you re- feels more complete like you, you... um
4: and the other thing too is like that record I mean I said I released it October twenty twenty. It was recorded in twenty twenty. We were in uh, a pandemic <laughs> and and it was like oh, a handful of people <laughs> in a room with me and it I hadn't done live stand up in months before right, recording that. Right, right. Whereas right. now like I've talked to you, I'll plug in a minute, but like I've got I mean, in the next week I have if you count tonight, I have five shows. Right in right, a week, right, right. Uh, September. I think I already have like twelve or thirteen dates lined up, and one of is a festival. I I'm I'm constantly working, constantly yeah. doing stuff, and so I think this album's going to sound much more organic and much more yeah. rehearsed more. and not rehearsed, much more developed. I should say
2: yeah, and uh, maybe a stronger energy or something. Yeah, I think so because too. Because you're like you said, you're you're much you know you're more you're more active,
4: much more. You know yeah yeah. Like it's I like I was doing stuff during the pandemic, like I was doing online shows and stuff like that, but that's nothing compared to being yeah, on a stage. It's not. No. It's not, I mean they're fun to hang out with friends yeah, or whatever, but, cool, but but and it's what we had to do. Yeah. But it. it's not what I want to do. <laughs> no, it's it's
2: hard. Um, the quality is just
4: it's a killer It is Especially with stand-up Because you don't hear the feedback Right Part of stand-up, stand-up is like An immediate gratification And you don't get that On a computer screen
2: No No And then
4: Yeah So
2: We could talk about COVID difficulties All day long right? Yeah
4: for sure And we don't need to do um, that But And that's um, Yeah
2: So Your Comedy Okay So do you Do you swear in all your bits?
4: No I, I do have some clean bits um i I have trouble doing a full clean set like I uh-huh. can't do like forty minutes of clean material, uh-huh. but like I have some jokes that i I have one joke about my partner's father that I go out of my way to not swear in because mm-hmm. the whole bit is that he's against swearing um, <laughs> cool. but I, I, there are other jokes that I have, and i'm I mean honestly, like the nine eleven joke I mentioned mm-hmm. um I don't think it has a single swear in it. It's just oh, all about. Game. I mean, the yeah. punchline of that. I don't mind sharing it. Is just about how a friend of mine remembers it fondly as being a beautiful day outside, oh, before yeah. it wasn't. Right before um, it wasn't right, and it's hey, like, why is, that, is the, what is that the take? Why is that your takeaway though? <laughs> that's actually an
2: amazing observation. Yeah. Though, right. Yeah,
4: and that's that bit, um, and that's actually that joke is where the title of the next album comes from. But it's it's. Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff that's cleaner oh, nice. now, that's yeah. The,
2: yeah That's the title in it, okay Yeah, like Just that. Another Beautiful Day Perfect, yes, right? Hmm. Um, and then, so, you're in, were you out of, you're out of Haverhill? Yes Okay I still live there Still live there Still live in Haverhill, yep um, Who is your, who's your inspiration right now?
4: Um, I mean, my two, like, idols in, in humor are David Sedaris um, and Mike Berbiglia.
2: Who, uh, who are from where and where? Who okay, so uh, Sedaris <laughs> is,
4: is... I think he lives in New York now, but he's he's been a very famous author for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote Naked and One Year in engulfed Flames, and We Talk mm-hmm. Pretty One Day. And, uh, and what did you like about... What I, I like love it? his irony. I love his satire. I love his, his delivery, even though he's not a stand-up, but he's a... He's an essayist, and that's okay. part yeah. of what I do as well. <laughs> and Mike Birbiglia, I think, is one of the best storytellers I've ever heard. He is a stand-up. Um, he's got, a, I mean, his album, Sleepwalk With Me, is my favorite stand-up album ever. Nice. Um, I mean, in terms of people who are like my peers and I know personally, I mentioned John Fletcher, Jacqueline Wall, and Fred Sabelli earlier, but I would also throw, I don't know, I'd also throw Tyler Tuttle in there. I'd throw Casey McNeil in there. I would throw Al Goniker in there. Uh I mean there's like I said I know I there's a billion yeah, people and course. I'm sure right. I should throw a name with it that I'm missing but
2: Well, you know, it's okay. I can't remember all of them. Yeah. But uh, it's good to get, you know, yeah, it's good to get the names of people in the community out there. For sure. Um, um I
4: know that we're at time, I think, we're right? We're getting close. We're getting close. Um I did want to just Oh,
2: we are right at time. Aren't okay.
4: We? Do you care if I real quick plug uh, no. a couple things that are coming up? So you Go can right ahead. you can follow me on any social media at Maxwell Schultz. That's spelled S-H-U-L-T-Z. And then I have that show tonight at East E Farm at 7 o'clock. Sunday, I've got two shows. One at Bogey's, I think is how you say it, at Hampton, New Hampshire at 5. <laughs> and then at 8, I have one One Broadway collaborative in Lawrence, which is a showcase. Thursday, the 25th, I'm at East Reg- Regiment Beer Company in Salem, Massachusetts. And Saturday, the 27th, I'm featuring for Josh Day at One Broadway Collaborative.
2: Oh, so cool. Yeah, I'd Love to hear all that.
4: That's next week's uh, schedule.
2: <laughs> right. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was of fun. Course. Thank you so yes, much for having absolutely. me. This was a blast. Yes,
4: it was so good to see you.
2: It was it's great to see you. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time. We haven't seen each other for a long time. I know. I know. Too long. It's too long, I know. So yeah. So get me over some dates and we'll do some things. Yeah, together. I will. I will okay i'll get in touch so in the next few days and we'll set something up for uh, december for your next album too. <sighs> that'd be sweet you yeah come, come yeah on the show. i would love
4: that do some bits be yeah yeah i'll do something
2: very cool okay everybody out there you have a wonderful day you're ready for the weekend and uh if things aren't going your way just uh do your best and make it till you get there okay you will get there i promise we all do we do one four three have a wonderful day